My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Rebels podcast. Britt here. Today we have another exciting guest coming on for the interview. The guest I'm bringing on, Reggie Young, is a digital nomad born and raised in Hawaii who served 13 years in the military as an officer. Reggie, <clears throat> Reggie's mission is to help others find success with digital marketing and making this world a better place. Thanks so much for jumping on today, Reggie. We're super excited to have you. Can't wait for today's conversation. We're going to go over a lot of wins, what's working, uh, some of the challenges. So we'll have some great conversation in within that alone. How's it going? Great, great. I'm really, really excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Reggie, before we get started uh, and get into uh, some of the questions, I just wanted to um, kind of go into your background. Do you mind giving us a little bit of your, your story? How did you get to where you are today? Because you're kicking butt and I think you're doing fantastic. And I, I'd love to share it with everyone listening. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I was, like you said, born and raised in Hawaii and I joined the military when I was 18. I joined the United States Air Force as a medic. And after a few years, my bosses thought I would be a good candidate for, uh, for an officer. So I went to the United States Air Force Academy, just like a military university, went there for four years. And uh, when I graduated, I became a nuclear missiles officer. But while I was at the Air Force Academy, I had a deep, I discovered my passion for business. And I really wanted the job that was most related to business in the military, which is acquisitions. And when I didn't get that, I became a nuclear missiles officer instead. I was really bummed because I felt like I couldn't pursue my passion. So when I, when I was a nuclear missiles officer, which entailed being underground for almost half the month, every single month for, for I did it for about five years. Um, I was in charge of the launch and execution of up to 50 nuclear missiles, if told to by the president of the United States. It can be super stressful. Um, and it really pushed me to the limit having worked so hard and then finding my, find myself in a job that I wasn't truly fulfilled in. So at the time I was like, well, how do I get more into business? How do I, you know, at the time I wanted to do private equity investment banking. I wanted to uh, just be killing it online. So I figured, you know what, in, the, in my free time, let me start an online business. So that's what I did. I, I started selling phone cases uh, in 2015. Uh, my mom was like my, one of my only customers besides someone in Turkey that ended up doing a chargeback. Uh, and I found out really quickly that my degree in business management didn't mean anything. And what what I had to do was like really learn what was working right now and really dive into uh, into the courses that were happening online, just trying to learn everything I possibly can to try and become uh, profitable. So eventually after losing thousands of dollars on a ton of like 2000 iPhone cases that I'd sourced from China, I decided to get into high ticket drop shipping. I would act like a middleman. Uh, sourcing products from from one place to another. And thankfully, within two months, I was able to do $64,000 in revenue on my store. And I decided, wow. even though it's, yeah, it was, it was like super life-changing. Uh, but unfortunately, I had one or two orders that were fraudulent. And because of that, it really killed my profit margin. And I thought to myself, well, I still have about four years left on my contract. Uh, I know that what I really want to do at this point 
is be obsessed about entrepreneurship and e-commerce digital marketing is what I, I decided. Like, this is what I wanted to do. So I decided, let me go all in here. And I looked around at, at the different business models that were out there. And I, I determined that at that time, Amazon FBA uh, was the biggest opportunity. And I still believe that to this day. So for four years nonstop, I eat, slept, and bred, bred, bred breathed Amazon FBA. I got every single piece of knowledge I possibly could, went to all the conferences, launched as many products as I could, uh, was met with a, a ton, a ton of failure. Um, and that's kind of how I got started. And right around the last like couple of years, I was in the military, I was able to fully replace my income. And in 2020, I was able to separate and end my contract. And I started traveling the world in the first year I, in 2020, when I decided to travel, I decided that it was time to sell my business. And thankfully, I was able to exit my business for up to $638,000. And since then, I've consulted for some of the biggest brands on Amazon and operated some of the biggest uh, brands across different industries. And um, that, so that's kind of what I'm working in on now. I'm kind of positioning myself as someone who helps other businesses start, scale, and sell their online business. So that's a little bit about me. I absolutely love it. Everything that you've done, you've like, oh my gosh, you have a lot under your belt, you know? And it's crazy that, you know, from going to, from the army and all the pressure and everything like that to fi finding something you're truly passionate about now and just running with it, just, you know, doing fantastic at it. And so congrats, because that's incredible. And I loved your story. That's why I thought it was so important, you know, to share it with the people listening, because it's very powerful. So, so we all know with building a six figure or multiple six figure business, it comes with a lot of the wins. But what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced? Uh, I think, you know, we all face failure as an entrepreneur. I think yeah. And anybody, any entrepreneur can admit that, right? You can even have success mm -hmm. and still have. And um, so I'm not really going to talk about that. I think the hardest thing is just getting back up. Like my, the multiple failures I had, it took me multiple products, thousands of dollars, lots of courses uh, mm -hmm. to realize like, hey, I have to pick myself back up. Even though I went to a military university and I was constantly redefining what hard work meant to me, always pushing my limits when I was met with that emotional failure, when it's all on you and you have to pick yourself back up, it for me, that was the hardest thing. And I, I eventually realized after a few failures, I thought to myself, well, maybe it's not the business model that I'm going after. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's the way I think. Maybe it's the way I approach problems. Maybe it's the way I communicate and learn. Um, so I, I at, when I reached like my darkest points, I, I, it was really, really tough on me, like really, really tough. So I encourage anyone who's maybe going through a similar struggle is to kind of really sit down and ask yourself, like, is this what you really want to be doing? And if that, if the answer is yes, then kind of like burn the ships, go all, go all in, but don't just master like the tactics and the strategies of, or, of what is working right now. Try and master some self-awareness, try and take some time out of your day to, to calm your mind and let your intuition take over. And then, um, uh, kind of follow that up with the strategies and the, and the techniques that are working. So for me, what really honestly saved my life uh, and what worked for me and got me through that next level, and it sounds pretty basic, but it's journaling. Um, so I took a, a ton of courses on journaling and, and journaling for me, time boxing, uh, you know, taking things from the most important thing and knocking them out first, doing my highest value thing first has been, you know, the 80-20 rule has been super, super powerful for myself. Uh, but beyond that, also reflecting, from, from a more of a, a heart space and mm -hmm. slowing down and saying, okay, like, I did this today. 
you know, I spent this much money or I did this on my website, but how did I feel about that? How did I feel about my interactions with other people? Um, is that, is it in line with my goals? Why or why not? Um, how does that make me feel? How does that make the other person feel? And uh, I think doing that has been um, one, like the hardest struggle. And then two, going, going through that and creating that routine to do it every day has been the most beneficial thing for me by far, because you give yourself the opportunity to uh, slow down, to learn more and to do better. I love it. Yeah. It's so important to, you know, make that time to really work on you as well. And like self-development, take that time. And, and like you said, journal, meditate, whatever it is, uh, reads, uh, read books or something like that. That's going to help you and calm your mind a bit. It, it's, it's so powerful. And I think that's so relatable to a lot of people that, you know, will obviously you're listening and other people that I've brought on, on as a guest, as an interview. So, uh, very powerful. And um, yeah, you need to learn to like, everyone needs to learn to fail forward, you know? So because that's the only way you're going to grow. So I can completely understand everything that you're saying there. So when did you start your podcast? To be honest, I just started it about two weeks yeah. ago. Um, I've always yeah. told myself that while I was failing, that one day I would give back to a community. One day I would try and like kind of be an influencer or um, be someone who who taught other people how I got there. But I always wanted to be an operator first. Uh, so that's what I continue right. to do to this day. I operate my businesses, my team more than I push my personal brand. So uh, my podcast is new. My funnel is new. Uh, but what I've been doing over the last few months is kind of curating all this information uh, into a bunch of courses. And I've actually set up a system now where, uh, and it's, it's, it still has a little bit more ironing out to do, but I can get on a Zoom call, you know, like the one we're having now. And by the time I'm done, my team knows how to clean up the audio, um, cut it for different social medias, add links, appropriate, appropriate links, create a blog post, all those different things. So um, to be honest, my podcast is extremely new, uh, but my education or understanding of how important running podcasts are is not new. I've been to conferences where people talk about how podcasting is still a massive blue ocean. Um, mm -hmm. You know, some of the biggest influencers to this day are like podcast, LinkedIn, TikTok uh, at the end of the day or where a lot of underpriced attention is at. So I'm actually really excited uh, to start my podcast now and kind of leverage the system that I've put in place to uh, create one piece of content and have that piece of content kind of uh, reverberate through other different social media channels. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And even though it's just, just starting out, you, you know what? if you have the right intentional actions, it's just going to blow up and you're going to do amazing. So I'm really excited to get you back on a call uh, in the future <laughs> to hear all about it. So this all sounds Definitely. great. So um, with your podcast, are you going to be doing solo episodes? Or are you bringing people on to interview? How I, I'm just curious to see how you're going to be running yours. Yeah, uh, to be honest. So my strategy, if I was not being an operator, I'd probably run it a little bit differently, but the way I see it, I only want to dedicate maybe three hours, three to four hours a week on my content creation. Uh, so with that mm -hmm. restriction, uh, what I, what I'm doing and my plan for, for the podcast is I kind of have this whole funnel set up and what I'm doing is I'm trying to partner with people who uh, have overlapping audiences with myself. Uh, so for me okay. specifically, it's e-commerce and it's Amazon FBA. So having created a bunch of courses that help people sell online and run aspects of their online business. Uh, what I do is I have one foot planted there in terms of partnerships, reaching out, going to conferences. And then what I'm trying to do is reach as far out as I can the other way. So for me, that's 
that's like anything related to business mindset and travel. Um, so kind of getting on people's podcasts, being on other people's podcasts and creating that, that co-creation and um, cross-promotion of functionality. So right now I don't have a big audience, right? But I, I, did, I do have the knowledge and the systems that I've built having uh, created all these courses. So what's working for me right now, I just came back from a really big Amazon summit and I was really surprised at the number of um, sponsors that wanted to work with me because I had created value across all aspects of e-commerce. I have courses on from A to Z, all dedicated, not one course. I have all these different courses. I have courses on how to hire and train virtual assistants. I have courses on virtual assistants. And because I created all this value, when I see a service provider or someone who has an audience um, or who has a business, they're so much more likely to work with me now because I can say, hey, you know, would you be willing to cross-promote to one another? And I can put your service inside of my um, my course where it makes sense, you know, as long as they, they have a, a good service right. and, and everything's good to go. And most of the times it's people that I've already worked with before and affiliates that I've already been pushing. So uh, that for me has been really beneficial. And I've, I've been able to get, I'm actually hopefully going to land six new clients, six really big clients uh, through a network. And it all started because I was, as a friend of a friend on a podcast that I wanted to be interviewed on because that person wants to put their solution in the back end of the service that I offer. So that's kind of my process. And then using that system I built, excuse me, to um, have my virtual assistants cut up the interviews that I'm doing uh, for YouTube shorts, for YouTube, for TikTok reels, Instagram reels, yeah. Pinterest posts, yeah. blog posts, you know, all those different things at scale. So that's my plan. I love it. This is interesting. And I, I, I really think that it's going to work out well for you, the way you have it uh, planned and the way you want to go about it. It's interesting. And a lot of people, I was just going to mention, uh, even if they don't have a big audience, a lot of downloads, like I've noticed a lot of people get confused with, or a lot of people believe that the, the more downloads you have, the more your business is growing, but it's, it's actually, that's not necessarily true either. Um, I had a lady who we work with now and her name's Susie and she had 1.1 million downloads, but she wasn't really getting her, her business wasn't growing. She wasn't closing a lot of deals. Uh, she was closing some, but not, not nearly as many that she should have been just because, or not as many as she could have been because she had such a big audience and stuff. But once she tweaked, you know, the people that she was attracting, uh, she filtered out, you know, the dream customers and stuff like that. And then she was attracting the right market. Everything changed. So, but yeah, so it's like a lot of people think that the more downloads equals more growth of your business yeah. and more, more close sales, yeah. but it's not necessarily always like that. So, um, yeah, that's one thing just to uh, throw out there too. Like you can still do really well, even with a small audience and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't yeah, think you're going to have a small too, audience yeah. for long. <laughs> I, I hope I hope I can, at the end of the day, just provide true value. And, you know, I see the same thing in e-commerce, yeah. right? We, sometimes we're always looking at the, at the wrong key performance indicator. We're looking at yeah. page views or, or we're looking at these different things. But, but what matters, right? At the end of the day, if it's a business, it's sales and already providing value to the customer. So I'm hoping to exactly. like every piece of content I create, it's value. And then I hope that value pierces through the noise. And uh, right. And building uh, those relationships. Yes, thousand percent. Yeah, I was able to do it in e-commerce and I'm hoping um, that all the things that I've learned over the last five years, I can now replicate that um, from a personal brand uh, perspective because 
although I've been educating myself in e-commerce, I'm in, I'm honestly obsessed with all aspects of online business and entrepreneurship. So I've taken so many courses, been to a lot of conferences, uh, and I've seen friends try to like sell things online or try and be an influencer in their own, in their own way. And I've always tried to be like, Hey, like, you know, I really think you should be on TikTok or musically like years ago, but I myself never did it. Right. I was too busy building my Amazon business. And when I was doing my Amazon business, I was telling people like, having just graduated from school, like, Hey, I graduated from a good school and I'm doing this right now. I'm making money. You should do this. And I realized that for me, it was, to be honest, it's a little bit of jealousy. People were like, not believing me. They didn't want to listen. I was like, well, let me, let me show you, let me do it myself. So I did it on the e-commerce side. And now I just kind of see it as a game, uh, one for myself, but then two to add value for people who, um, who are maybe on their last dollar and they don't know who to trust. And they can maybe just find someone hopefully like me that can provide good value that they resonate with. So kind of my strategy and I just, I hope so. Yeah. And so that you're able to, you know, provide that valuable insight for everybody and especially if you've gone through it yourself. So that belief from the, from the people, it's just going to skyrocket. Right. So yeah. yeah, amazing. So what's your dream, like guest, guest, or, uh, I guess client look like to you if you were say bringing them on for interviews or, or partnering up with them? Yeah. Um, I know well, we touched like, on it, say, but can we go a little deeper in there? Yeah. Yeah. So my like quote is like, I like, I like to help other businesses start scale and sell their online business, which is why I created, for me, it's just a massive funnel at the end of the day, right? I have courses on all aspects of things that I learned of and feel like I've internalized and mastered. So I put courses out there, but my actual dream client personally is someone that's looking to sell their online business or is considering selling their online business uh, within six months to a year. And what I do personally is I look at their business and I add value and I try and maximize their valuation. And it's a service that I offer for free. Um, and I'm able to take a commission from whoever buys the business. So it's actually a free service. It doesn't cost anyone anything. Uh, just looking for a certain time window if they are willing to exit. If not, well, I want to still be there every part of the journey. I want to be there when they start. I want to be there when they scale. I want, and I want to be there when they sell. So uh, that's why I created all that those that value. I'm trying to create like just a massive value ladder um, so that it's relevant for anyone who loves entrepreneurship, business mindset, or travel. I love it. That's interesting. Um, with your podcast, what is, uh, how do you go about monetizing it? I know that you just started, but how, so far, how, how have you done with the monetizing or what is your plan yeah, with so, monetizing? Right. So my plan, to be honest, is to drive everything into what I'm calling the vault for me. Um, I'm not driving it to, to a one page landing page. I'm not driving it to an affiliate offer. I want to drive everything to the vault because my plan is to put all the energy and just create um, massive funnels that lead to one endpoint. And I, I've realized that across at least e-commerce and other things that I've read and, and been educated upon is sometimes we, as entrepreneurs, we're like, oh, let's do the seven-day challenge that, that ends here, right? And it's like one line, one vertical. Okay, now let's do a Facebook ad that goes here. Well, let's do this Amazon product that does this or this digital product. Why not like right. have all that come down to one core offer and just stack and layer a system on top of that. So that for me is at the bottom, it's the vault and the service that I provide. And then after that, it's just like, how can I create communication channels at scale? So um, that's how I'm and monetizing. Uh, it, yeah, is, is the vault, which is like a really, really low price. Uh, and if, if for some reason they don't see the value in it, then that's not my customer. Right? I'm not I'm not worried yeah. about it too much. I just keep pushing forward. So Exactly. Yeah, if you know what, it's not the right, you're completely right about that. Like you're going to attract the right people you know, the ones that see value in it. And uh, like we go through the same thing where 
uh, a lot of people will like we're very picky with who we work with just or who we bring on on an interview as well because you know we we go through um nvc so minimal viable customer characteristics and so they have to be um i guess basically they have to have a high ticket offer they have to um have a podcast they have to um make a certain amount of money just because we're this is the market we're looking for right um this is who we want to interview and talk with so that we can relate uh have them relate with our audience and stuff like that and we're not just going to bring on anyone because other we don't have the time for that right so it's like you got to be very picky with your time too and who's going to add value to your business so 100 percent, i i agree with what you're what you're saying you know that isn't my customer right. if they don't see value in it and it's true right. Not everyone's right. your customer, right? Right. And what 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 we kind of talked about offline before this call is like, and ho- hopefully I'm okay saying this, but I mean, mm-hmm. people listening Anything to this, take, take, a, take a look at their funnel. Take a look at this podcast's funnel. It is freaking amazing. It's one of the best funnels I've ever seen. And I've been following funnels since 2015 when I first started. I think it's absolutely amazing. Low friction has shareability function, uh, has authority, an optimized landing page, uh, straight to an offer. Um, and it's just, it's really, really impressive to see. And to be honest, it's very inspiring for me. And I'm, I'm looking for ways in which I can implement uh, things that you guys have done in, in my business as well. So I actually have a VA right now working on um, analyzing things that, that I like and trying to, like I said, put it into uh, my, my current funnel as well. So I think it's, yeah, amazing. absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Reggie. Yeah. I, well, my boss, Jamie, he he is amazing at this kind of stuff. And he has put together a funnel that is just blowing up. You know, it's attracting the right people to us. It's 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 amazing. And he has several podcasts. This one alone, I run. And yeah, multiple six figures or higher. So it's the funnel works and it's amazing. And everyone, I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like everyone needs to find a funnel that works for them and make sure that you're attracting the right people, um, you know, and valuable people, attracting valuable yeah. people that, that can grow your business, you know? So um, I have one question that I always ask on these interviews and it's what is your biggest, and I know on the interviews, we already kind of touched beforehand on you know what's your focus what's your desire but can we go a little deeper into what is your biggest focus and desire with the podcast and how it affects your business this year I know you did mention stuff I know we went over a lot but what would be the number one thing to be honest is to operate at scale and I know I'm hitting on it again but it's like no that's okay I'm legitimately yeah, I'm legitimately going to copy functions of your funnel because it is so freaking amazing. And yeah. try and plug that into uh, my funnel that I already have. So right now, uh, I have a virtual assistant that does full-time lead generation outreach. Uh, before, they was just like, hey, book a meeting on my 15-minute calendar, which is how most B2B services work. It's like, hey, are you interested? It's like back and forth for a couple of mm-hmm. days. And then it's scheduled a 15-minute interview. We get to know each other. And then two weeks later we're on the interview, right? Um, so my my goal is to operate with this podcast at scale. So that's why I've created um, a system of being able to get on an interview. After this interview, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm literally done with this interview. 
I'm going to upload or, or get the link whenever you're done. It goes into my yeah. virtual assistance project management folder and it is, it's done. I'm talking links and talking notifications to, to team members, everything, YouTube shorts, cut up, audio cleaned up, transcriptions, everything good to go. Um, and then trying to do that, that front end, um, lead optimization with creating that, that viral share function that you guys have and an optimized right. landing page is, is my goal to be honest with this podcast and just get so more exciting. interesting people on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, filter out who's your dream customer, attract them, get them on an interview, you know, then get them on another call, build the, but the relationship is the biggest thing, you know, build that relationship and, and, and it's, it's huge. And I think it's one of the most important parts is building the relationship. And with the funnel, we also do that as well. Right. So yeah, I think yeah. I'm excited think for really you. Interesting and, and- and one thing I'm really excited about and I'm actually seeing working a hell of a lot better is even though I don't have a massive audience right now, the amount of people that I can reach out to who are big players in my space, who are willing to talk to me now that I have a podcast and I mentioned that I'm going to push it out at scale and I right. do have an, an offer value, like something tied to it, monetize there. They want to work. I'm talking big venture capital funded businesses and people with big audiences. So I'm really excited to to continue to reach out to those people, but then also having graduate, having um, got been in the military for 13 years, started off as an enlisted person with no degree, and then leaving as an officer. Um, I'm really excited now, actually, to reach out to like big generals or people that I would never been able to reach out to, or like just like I said, step as far away as I can from Amazon, as wide as I can to business mindset and travel. And to me, that's also leadership. To me, that's how do you manage teams. Um, all these different yeah. things. I'm excited to reach out to these people and capture a wider audience because I know I can leverage my experience from 13 years ago and reach out to the general that that really said something inspiring to me uh, when, when times were tough for me and talk about leadership and and talk about what he's doing now that he left the military. How is he running? You know, certain things. So I'm actually really excited for that, and that's kind of how I plan to scale uh, this podcast. Well, you're not the only one excited for you. I'm super excited for you as well. And I think that because you have all of these connections, your 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 podcast your podcast is going to blow up. And I'm really excited. Like like I said, I want to get you back on in say um, a couple months or in in this following year, and see how it's gone. And you know, uh, because also you even bringing people on that you know, but the connections you're going to get. <clears throat> along the way as well it's just going to be huge so I'm super excited to see how all of that works out for you and I I yeah I'm pumped I'm pumped yeah thank you it reminds me of this quote I I heard in business school and I I really didn't like it the first time I heard it but it was your network is your net worth and I was like well and it's really true like every time I've been to heavy level masterminds um just the smallest podcast sometimes the small it has reverberated across my business I'm actually really, really, I'm just kind of frustrated at myself that I slept on making a podcast this late. I should have done it a long time ago, like a long time ago. So if, yeah, if you're on, on the fence, definitely, definitely just, just get to work. Take that leap of faith. <clears throat> yeah. 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 A lot of people are like, uh, I've noticed, you know, and I've talked about it on other interviews with other guests is that there's so many people that are, you know, thinking about it, but scared to, or, you know, 
it, it can be frightening, the unknown, right? And people are afraid to fail. And, but you know what? You don't grow unless you fail, like we were speaking about earlier. And I think everyone, I honestly think everyone should just take that leap of faith and just try it out. And um, nothing bad will come from it, right? So I'm super, super excited for you to get uh, get going with this podcast because I, I just can see some really good things happening with it. So that's really something to look forward to. And um, before, yeah. I know we're running a little bit of uh, we're r- running it out a bit of time here, but I have just one more question for you. Um, based on where you are today, if you were to double or triple your profit and revenue in one year, and you might repeat some of the things that you said before, and that's okay, but what would you have to change, and what would maybe some of the new challenges be? Uh, what would I have to change? To be honest, I think if I were to double or triple my profit, I would actually stop this podcast and stop doing lean generation from my own brand. For me, this is an investment in my future and creating a sustainable floor um, that I never have to rely on a physical product in another country um, to be mm-hmm. successful. But I was able to turn a $3,000 e-commerce investment to over $800,000 in profit in a year off of an Amazon brand. Um, so for me, and I, I've put us so much time and effort into understanding e-commerce and Amazon Shopify. Um, so that for me is a double down on my string um, and put everything else off to the side. Uh, so that's what I would do to, to double or triple my profit, but that's not actually not my goal. My goal right now is to build a, a brand while still operating. Um, and with this brand, hopefully give back to nonprofits. Um, right now, where I just got a donation from a sponsor at an event who's going to be on my podcast, donated a thousand dollars to the, uh, Filipino virtual assistants overseas and people affected overseas. So right now, my team right now is choosing nonprofits to work with in their local area. And they're super excited for that. So um, yeah, that's what I would do. But right now it's more of an investment in my my future and trying to give back, having already reached a level of success that I'm very comfortable with. I love it. Awesome. Well, amazing. And thank you again, Reggie, for making the time to come on today. I know you probably have a million things on your list to do. And so I, the pleasure to have you on here. And um, I'm really happy that you were able to make it. So before we jump off, though, if anyone is listening and looking to connect with you, what would be the best way go- going about uh, reaching out to you? Yeah, to be honest, uh, just driving everything right back down uh, to that vault or website. So I would say if you're trying to take a look at anything that you're interested in, and they're following me, uh, whether it's the journal that I've made, the courses that I made, e-commerce, whatever it is, you can find me at reggieyoung.com. That's R-E-G-G-I-E, young, like opposite of old.com. And there you'll see the vault. You'll see my free offer. You'll see my funnels. Uh, you'll see everything that I'm trying to put uh, on the back end of everything I learned um, for referral marketing and building a brand. Perfect. So reggieyoung.com. Thanks again, Reggie. Appreciate your time. Group, if you're listening and you enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on the podcast for an interview just like Reggie did today, please go to podcastrebels.com. We would love to interview you as well. Thanks again, everybody, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks, Reggie. Bye. Thanks again, Brittany. Thank you. No problem. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.